0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we look back on a busy night of midweek football in the top flight. Lee Griffith rescues a point late on for Celtic at Pitodre. Rangers ring the changes and are held at St Johnston and have today been unsuccessful in their COVID-5 appeal. And huge results at the bottom as Kelly pull away with a win as Hamilton and Ross County suffer home defeats. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Yeah, it was a good card of football last night. Gordon, much to Enjoy Not that mattered much at the top But certainly at the bottom Some significant results Motherwell Finally safe uh, And a poor result for Hamilton there <laughs> Kilmarnock Have what you could call The signing of season With Kyle Lafferty And St Mirren Going up to Dingwall And beating Ross County It's certainly interesting For the last few weeks of the season How that relegation battle Is going to go Nobody knows Were you one of the Motherwell fans Who sneaked around the back yeah. Of the supermarket And watched the game And setting off smoke bombs Or not just thought we on the recliner keeping an eye on all the, the action last night. I was actually doing a lot of work for Super Scoreboard on a Thursday. I know how important it is for the listeners out there. Um I was on the recliner doing a bit of work on it costs a lot of money to have all those season tickets and just flicking in between games and I've got to say, enjoyed a right few games last night. Yeah, good night at football. What did you make of it? Oh one four one nine five one one oh two five in the phones or at Clyde SSB on Twitter. I know there wasn't a great deal to Play for at the top But still plenty of talking points If you're looking at Pataudry Celtic fans It's dropped points again I know it wasn't points that That mattered as such But what did you make of it? Would you have rather A, a kind of youthful looking team To give guys a chance? Lee Griffiths is back in Should he play now From the end of the season? Does he have the chance Of going to the Euros? What about some of the big talking points Within that game? Rangers fans A number of changes Held in the end Some controversial talking points Within that game as well And of course the picture at the bottom It is really really heating up Brilliant night for Kilmarnock Motherwell are safe And it's tense between the other two Hamilton Ackies and Ross County So whatever is on your mind 0141-951-1025 Give us a call right now And let us know You two are Tonight Matthew You're going to be mm. Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray Because on a Monday night They always dish out their awards We had a full Premiership card last night So why not? What was your result of the night? Result of the night for me was Kilmarnock against oh, Dundee he's got United. The obvious one. Yes, thanks very much. Yeah, you've got to say. I, I mean, Kilmarnock wish you could play Dundee United all the time. Earlier on in the season, was it four 0 to beat them down there last night? Hugely impressive. Three 0 could have been more. They are my result of the night. Okay. It's simple for me. A local derby has been embarrassing the last few times walking about Motherwell Town Centre and then seeing people from Hamilton coming over and gloating. So, <laughs> and also it gives us safety, Gordon. Great result I know it's against 10 men But terrific result And we'd lost 7 goals In the last 2 games Against them So we had to get A bit of revenge So I'm going for Motherwell Away to Hamilton Okay Your goal of the evening You had some decent choices To be fair Well I was going to go The same game With Kyle Lafferty's second goal I thought that was uh, A good team goal But I'm going to go For Scott Wright's goal mm. First goal yep. For Rangers Thought he took it Very very well Hard skill to do that And that gets him Up and running At Ibrox I like a team goal, Gordon. So um, there was a few good goals last night. Wright's goal, Lafferty, as Marks pointed out there. But I thought the team goal last night was Hibs. And there's a bit, I really do. I thought it was great build up, great play, and a striker's finish. One that I'd have been proud of myself. Howler of the evening. Who's getting it? 
Well I'll go first Seen Mark Stoll and everything else This is never going to be a refereeing mistake from you is never. it? Never No I thought the rest were brilliant last night I've got to say mm. And I applaud them Not sure about that but we'll uh, get to that later on I, I am going for a young lad who is at Hamilton When you're down there scrapping Fighting for your life You try and keep a living man on the pitch he went into a rash tackle, seen a red, off he goes, five minutes later, his team's 1-0 down. At the end of the night, mm. they're rock bottom and struggling. Can't believe he's picking on a young player. That's awful. He'll be listening to us as well. I'm going Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go for a tale of mischances. I could have went for Ross County, but I will go for Celtic. Guilty again of missing guilty as chances And how many times this season has that cost them They had enough chances to get back in the game And then go out of sight But Edward, Christie, you name it They all missed them Turnbull, uh, it's a problem Celtic have had their problems at the back this year But it's been paired with problems at the top end of the pitch also Right, so one four one nine five one one zero two five. Give us a call right now What did you make of the football action on the pitch last night? Whatever you want, do it all at once If you're a Rangers fan You want to talk about the changes that were made Or any of the talking points from that game Celtic fans, Lee Griffiths I know there was a bit of debate on the show last night About the starting eleven. Should it just have been a case of giving young players a chance And seeing what they can do Whatever you took away from the games last night Share them with the panel. Let's start at Pataudry in terms of hearing from the managers. This is what John Kennedy had to say on that equalising goal from Lee Griffiths and what the summer might or might not look like for him. Yeah, it's good for him. Um, it's good for him. Um, and obviously tonight we'd, we've not got a huge number, we're not kind of a huge number in the squad. Um, puts himself in contention, you know. And one thing about Lee is he's, he's goal hungry. He always is. Um, he said, at times he's as dishes with fitness, but he's he's training regularly and he's putting himself in contention and certainly getting a goal does it helps up. It comes down to form. It comes down to uh, how Steve's seen it. Um, obviously, I think he's got a few strikers now to choose from. So, again, all you can do, and it's the same way the rest of the other boys. You know, Dave Tumble, who's been spoken about it, and obviously Calm's a regular there as is Greg. They just got to put themselves in contention as best they can, um, and then allow Steve to to make that decision. But you know, tonight's uh, what Griff is all about. You know, in that kind of penalty box. Getting half a yard and, and finishing. What did you make of it overall? I mean, it was meaningless. It, it didn't matter, but I, I'm, I'm still fairly confident that Celtic fans would be disappointed at yeah. dropping points again. Yeah, and so they should be. Um, I mentioned the chances are missed, but he, listen, even the overall play, they were playing against an Aberdeen side who have struggled this season badly, who have struggled that much that they sacked their manager and bring in a full new staff. Uh, Aberdeen team who have struggled to score and create anything yet when you looked at Aberdeen I, I said about Celtic missing chances Aberdeen had nearly as many chances uh, as Celtic you know they, they hit the post they had uh, efforts cleared off the line um, you know so they had numerous chances and Celtic you know looked like a team who cannot wait for the final game of the season to get either away with the national, their national sides or get away on holiday that's what it looks like it looks like they're just lumping Across the finish line uh, And it's tough to watch I think At the minute For the Celtic fans And I listen I'm not blaming John Kennedy Over this Because I think it must be An incredibly difficult job That he's got just now Trying to motivate Some of these players In games like last night Players who know They are not going to be At the club next year How do you get a tune Out of them for the last Three or four games When it's probably Your job that's on the line Because it will impact His future um, So Celtic fans have a right to be frustrated Even though it's a dead rubber They still want to go and beat Aberdeen They still want to see Edward scoring They still want to see you know, performances Better performances from players in the back line 
I don't think they got that last night Missed chances and yet another set piece goal conceded Achilles heel once again Couldn't believe it Yeah you can pick the bones of it Young Welsh beaten uh, for the first ball But John Joe Kenny Copy of the Morelos goal He's just for a, for a guy that's played in English Premier League He just seems to get caught ball watching all the time It's too easy uh, John Kennedy must have been really disappointed with that I thought it was a really exciting game I enjoyed the game uh, But I've got to say I think that Celtic did deserve their point um, And it was Griffiths that came on and rescued that A good header But uh, Edward He's just one of these strikers just now Gordon uh, There's no confidence when he goes through to, to score a goal He doesn't I don't even think he believes he's going to put the ball in the back of the net So um, one one fair result. I've got to say. Okay, let's go to the phones. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We'll bring in Jim in Shawlands. What did you take away from the game last night, Jim? Uh, just the same old story, isn't it? Uh, can he get scoring goals? Edwards just non-existent. Christie pathetic. When you let him kick a ball again for Celtic. But I want to make my point about Griffiths. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Gordon's a big fan of Griffiths. I'm a big fan of Griffiths. I'm not just saying that, but Gordon said a couple of nights ago he's no a 90 minute man, which I probably agree with. But I would play him for the start and see what you can get out of him. And then if it's not working late on, on in the game, then you change it. Because I just showed you last night that he can score a goal. Just like, just like uh, it was only one, but 15 minutes. So that's the kind of player you want on your team. You don't want some player like Christie, uh, Edward, but I'd, I still say Edward and Griffiths need each other. But I'd have played uh, Griffiths on Sunday. It was my last resort for the any trophies. And Griffiths, is, even the Rangers supporters I know, hate to see Griffiths on the bench and come in on the park. So... That tells you everything, I think. Mark, there have been a few themes running through Celtic's season. Lee Griffiths has been one of them. I feel like we've been here before. He, he, he will come on and, and obviously he'll score goals because that, that's what Lee Griffiths does. Then you don't really see him for a while. Then he'll maybe get a start but won't have an impact and then he'll get hooked at half-time and then a couple of weeks out. Then back on again and he'll score. And it just it kind of goes on and on. What, what, what do you make of... I mean, now, there are hardly any games left. It's the dead rubber... To, can you, can you play him every week now? Can you, can you put him in now? What what does his European Championship prospects look like? I think they're very slim I, I know John uh, Kennedy came out after the game last night And says he's put himself in contention With, with goals like that But I mean you look at his appearances this year He's made 30 appearances He's scored 8 goals uh, A lot of those 30 appearances have been cameos um, Sometimes we've seen him come off the bench for 2 minutes at times um, It's obvious there is a problem We've said that a million times with his fitness Because if there wasn't You'd play Lee Griffiths all the time I'm a big fan of Lee Griffiths I remember back in I think it was 2016 17 run about those times Where we were having the arguments Where did Brendan Rodgers go with Dembele or Griffiths In the big games And I was always on the side That I would play Griffiths all the time He opted for Dembele But Griffiths is at a totally different place now And for so many managers To use him sparingly and as a almost a lifesaver tells its own story. And I just kind of see Steve Clark looking at these last three games, even if he comes on and scores a hat trick in the last three games, 
I can't see him taking that into account and saying, oh, we'll take this guy to the Euros. And I feel for him because I think a fully fit Lee Griffiths would have every chance of starting for Scotland uh, in the big games. But he's not played enough games. He's not took part enough. And there's contributing factors to that. He has to take some of the blame himself. Um, and obviously the guys that have been in charge don't fancy him enough to play him. We had a great debate about two or three weeks ago about, um, you know, and all the lads had their say, some for and some against. Would you keep Lee Griffiths on the extra year of his contract? I was a, I backed him, I said I would. But Lee Griffiths is not starting games, Gordon, not coming on for 30 minutes or 40 minutes because of his ability. It's his fitness. And if you look at Lee Griffiths, I watched Lee Griffiths doing a training session last week against Livingston after a game. And I know it's difficult, but... Lee Griffiths is a mile behind fitness just now. Now, I think Lee Griffiths' best hope for next season is get this one over, concentrate in the pre-season, get himself together, get that chance, because we all know he can score goals. There's no doubt. Now, the against um, poll that the guys in this studio were talking about, very hard to argue with their points, but he's got great ability, he's still 30, he knows where the back of the net is, it's his fitness. Let's not beat about the bush here. Play, John Kennedy's not playing him from the start. Uh, Neil Lennon wasn't playing him for a start. It was nothing to do with the boy's ability. He's got fantastic ability. He's not got the fitness to go with it. Simple. Uh, Jim, I mean, do, do you gain anything from you know playing playing him in the next couple of games? What, what are there four game, three, four games three, left yeah. of the league season? Will that make any difference? I don't, I don't make any difference. I mean, you're talking about going to the Euros. Well, that's, that's just a big guess, isn't it? I mean, you don't know how many players are going to go there, uh, up front especially. But I, I still say, there's, every team in, in, in the Scottish, Scottish Premier League would take Lee Griffiths. Aye, it's common sense. Uh, well, the white viewers are talking that he's no fit. Uh, Gordon says they seen him uh, lumbering up the other day or something. You can see he's no fit. But at the same time as, he can go on for 10, 15 minutes. I mean, if he, say he came on in, against the Rangers there on Sunday and scored a couple of goals and then he tired, right, you could see him getting 10-half. But you take that chance. You don't You don't wait and wait and wait till later on. If, even if you get the 15 minutes for the start, even that... Ah, but you can't do that, Jim, can you? Yeah, how can you know? But take someone off that. after 15 minutes? No, I'm not saying that really, but... I'm just saying, I would play him for the start and give him a good foot, 60 minutes and see but, what it's going at the time. That's been tried. Look, mm. that's been tried. That's been tried this season. But how many times we say, I've seen Lee Griffith start a game and, you know, 60 minutes come up, then he doesn't get involved again. Lee Griffiths needs to get his sharpness and his fitness back. And that goes with his belly Alright, want to squeeze one more in before the travel Thank you Jim Let's take Craig in Bristol What did you take away from last night, Craig? Hey, well, the whole thing that I thought Is that if James Forrest is injured There's no point in playing Ryan Christie mm-hmm. Because he wants to leave So we might as well give the young boy Dumbelli The last three games I know he's small and stuff, but they're all dead rubbers, all the games. You might as well give the wee boy a bit of experience and he might sign a new contract. 
you know what Craig I think a lot of Celtic fans might be nodding along listening to you Mark what, what do you make of that specific one before I, we look at the more general um, listen you could say about a number of players that they want to leave so don't play them um, Dembele like I've I've wanted to see Dembele more often this season. He's been a bit of a strange one. He seemed an absolute wonder kid on the face yet. He he burst into the side at the tail end of the season uh, last season or was season, season before that yeah. was. And you're thinking we're going to see this kid at his best. Uh, he's going to be drip fed into the team. He wasn't even making squads. And it, by all accounts, it looks like he's he's heading out the door. I would like to see him in these three games. They don't mean anything Why not play him Mark he, he looked bright enough I, last oh, night I'll tell you I, Gordon I was just going to say that I watched the game And when he came on It was sort of a Peter now And all of a sudden He lights the game up a little bit You can see he's got terrific ability um, So you just wonder Over the next three games Okay I think the The next one's at Ibrox against Rangers Second to me is it um, Whether John Kennedy's brave enough To say Look on you go Show what you can do be real interesting But one thing the boy is He's a very talented kid Because we had a, that debate When the teams were getting announced Last night Mark Whether that, And that's a good example From Craig But elsewhere Another caller was saying Why not Why not play Sorrow Sorrow's going to be here Why not play him Why not give someone else a chance Why not You know if these games are About as close to I mean Gary Caldwell disagreed Saying every game's important But as close as you can get to a dead rubber for Celtic uh, Yeah, I, I heard Gary last night And I understood his point um, If it was me though um, I would like to see some of these guys getting a chance Soros, another one, it's a strange one He came into the side and the Celtic fans were raving about him He had one slightly below par game Disappeared mm. You know, not to be seen again um, So there's a lot of these players that are hanging around Celtic just now That you see for fleeting appearances And they disappear And that, that worries us because what is the fans Because you look at the face of it And you see the big players that are going But the full squad mm. Is weak when you look at it So a lot of work to be done A tweet here from Celtics Mark Wilson That's the name that of mean? the Twitter account yeah, says, no, We'd like to have seen the youngsters player Montgomery, Karamoko, Murray Start last night to see what they've got But they persist with the same players Who've let the club down all season long And expect different results uh, Just before we move on I'm going to hear from Stephen Gerrard uh, What did you make of the, the goal Celtic conceded again Mark Because I know you, you feel They have had issues At, at full back And, and the, the back four this season Yeah well That's, that's summed up perfectly It was a carbon copy uh, What happened At Celtic Park With Morelos uh, With Kenny again Caught ball watching Allows his man To drift round The, the back A lot was made of Welsh Losing the initial header But listen That can happen He's, he's Martin Considine It's a 50-50 chance But it's the second ball It's something That's let Celtic down So often this season but to be a carbon copy You think players at that level Elite level Learn from their mistakes That was only what Three, four weeks ago we just, It was amazing They've never really Filled that right back position Mark You've got no, to say no, no, Since no, Lustig left uh, <laughs> Thank you very much Craig In Bristol It was good to hear from you 01419511025 Rangers fans What is on your mind Tonight What did you make of the game Last night There were a few big talking points as well Some penalties given Some not What did you make of them You've got the Covid 5 appeal as well Good time to talk to us We'll hear from you And Stephen Gerrard next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141 951 1025 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here Keep the calls coming Let's continue looking back On some of last night's talking points And hear from the Rangers manager Stephen Gerrard We started the game really slow And finished it really slow as well Everything in between I thought we were just okay Got no complaints in terms of the scoreline As soon as Celtic finished I made every decision tonight Before the game and during the game With an eye on the weekend I'm content where we are Because everyone's available And I'm fit for selection We nearly sneaked the results by just playing okay. Um, we didn't play any better than that. We should have seen the game out with better game management. Unfortunately, we never, and we paid for it. But I think St. Johnson um, more than deserves something out of the game. You know, we're 1-0 up in the closing moments of the game. You've got to make better decisions, decisions for the team rather than yourself. But look, he, he's tried that before and scored from the halfway line, so who am I to tell him? Um, but as a group, we've been really good this season with our game management and you know, parking your ego up in the final moments of the game. Um, unfortunately, tonight we we paid for it. It was a penalty. We should have won the header. There was a, a combination of little small errors in there. And uh, but I think over the course of the ninety minutes, St. Johnson certainly deserved that little bit of luck at the end. Stephen Gerrard saying it, it was a penalty. I feel like a mm. lot of Rangers fans, well, they trust what he says, but on social media last night felt that it was very soft. But the manager saying he felt but the ref was got it, it right. Was it a penalty that was given? That was not given. Was that a penalty? Sorry. I'm talking about the oh, actual the other ones. Yeah, no, yeah, no, we'll, we'll maybe I, get to that. I did think it was a penalty. Um, I, I did think he, he caught him when he was on the on the the jump and that uh, impeded him. So I, I did think, yeah, Stephen Gerrard got that right. It was a penalty. Yeah, I thought it was. Oh, right, a, okay. Yeah, I did. And, and I the, think the, the other ones were, were any of them. I thought I, I thought the one that was given then not given was a penalty kick for Rooney. But it wasn't for Rooney It was for the handball yeah. Well I, I know But I think I think that um, Rooney was fouled I, bet, I know but that's n- Not really the point But I think it was A pair of kicking <laughs> Rooney She's right We're going all over the I, place You know here. what I didn't I thought the referee Got them spot on All three decisions the I referee, thought he got them spot on There wasn't a referee It was assistant well, the referee yeah, or, 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 or The refereeing team The refereeing yeah. team I thought yeah. he got them all spot on Right okay well, We'll see what you think On the phones Derek is a Rangers fan In Govan what, what did you take away From it last night Derek I thought it was a hard game. Maybe a, a dress rehearsal for the for the for the Scottish Cup game. I mm-hmm. think uh, St Johnston are a good team. You know, they're, they're won a they won a they won a league cup uh, more than other clubs in Scotland. We could mention you know, the, the cracking season. Yep. It'll be a difficult game on Sunday, so we'll see what happens. I mean, Rangers made changes, Gordon. And you heard Stephen Gerrard there very clearly. He'd already decided as soon as the Celtic game mm-hmm. finished, you make changes with a view to the weekend. Is is Derek right to be? And I'm not sure. I'm not putting words in Derek's mouth, but he's he's mindful of the fact that St. Johnson could maybe upset Rangers. Oh, at well, the if, Rangers, if Rangers aren't um, at their best, Gordon, then there's an opportunity because St. Johnston have shown that they're a very good side, and I think they showed that last night. Yes, you can look back at um, Rangers' changes. What was it, six, seven last night? Maybe something like that. And it showed because St. Johnston started the game brilliant and probably should have got an early lead. But well done, the Rangers defended it well and then they grew into the game because it is hard to make all those changes and it takes time and uh, eventually got a good goal with right. But uh, as Stephen Gerrard said there, they didn't play particularly well. I think Rangers learned more about St Johnston last night with the fact that St Johnston played probably one of their strongest sides. Rangers will certainly make a lot of changes going into Sunday at Ibrox. If they play to their capabilities, Rangers will march through into the next round the same things. Yeah, it won't be easy for them though Because St Johnson have been one of the success stories of the year Callum Davidson probably If it wasn't for Stephen Gerrard It'd probably be right up there in the running for manager of the year um, I mean, good for Rangers in the fact that they've got Tavernier An hour 
Um, you know, they got Barisic off the pitch as well, Steve Davis just over an hour. So, you know, enough game time for them to keep ticking over, but enough in the legs for the weekend. And it'll be a tough game. It will be. It always is at McDermott Park. Um, and it just goes to show you, even though you beat is Celtic. It is it Ibrox? Is it? Well, yeah. even though you beat uh, Celtic, you're not guaranteed the trophy. You don't get given the trophy last week. You've still got these tricky ties to negotiate. Um, my screen's just disappeared for some reason. My computer has oh. is, is, is gone on the blink. It's just know. fill time. We'll mm-hmm. chat about uh, what are we up to today, Daz? <laughs> Do you know what I was up to today? Oh, uh, well, mm. pop over to Daz's Instagram for the worst photo of all time. Yeah. You um, think that was a poor photo? Well, what about Scott Wright last night? Is he, Derek, is he one that. Is he shown enough that he's starting to maybe excite you and think that he could make a, a big impact in the first 11 next season? Derek, can you hear us? Sorry, Scott, what did you say there? Scott Wright, Scott Wright, what do you make of him? I, I think Scott Wright, Stephen Gerrard's managing Scott Wright the right way, the right way. I think he's just bring them in gradually. He's, he's came for Aberdeen and it's different playing for Aberdeen to playing for Rangers. So I think he's, he's right just to just bring him in for certain games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he'll be sensational for years to come. Mm-hmm. A, a great player for the money. We'll, go, we'll mm-hmm. make a few quid on him as well. What do you two think? Because this was obviously the point. You bring him in, things were kind of won. You can... Ease him in and, and maybe a little bit of pressure off Come off the bench Then start a game Then you get the first goal Is it about trying yeah. to tick off Those milestones I, We've I heard about His physical about, development I don't know about Mar, But I didn't really know A great deal about Scott right? Cause I had I a think long time out injured as well But he was in loan at Dundee And I thought that He wouldn't have as much game time But Stephen Gerrard Put him in there last night And I thought Some of his runs were terrific I thought the boy looks A real real prospect and what helps is getting that goal, and it was a it was a terrific finish. I've got to say, so yeah, I do believe he'll be one for the future. I think that's a very good bit of business that Rangers have done there. I'd be delighted if I was Scott Wright. You know the amount of game time I'm actually getting because you look at that area of the pitch, how strong Rangers are. You know, and your manager's shown trust in you. I know the league's done, but he could still play some of the other guys. So for Scott Wright to be getting the game time, and he deserves it. He's a good player. Um, and getting that goal will, will serve them all the better for next year. It helps you settle in mm. fully. And then Jack Simpson, we've really not seen a lot of him. Is it safe to say he had a bit more of a difficult evening? But then that, is that understandable? Because he mm. very rarely plays and you're expecting to come in and, and hit the level that guys who've had a very successful season. Yeah, are if you come into that position, you've got to try and strike up a partnership. Uh, he, he did take time to settle in, but he looks all right, Gordon. Uh, I think he'll be the same. I think that Steven Gerrard over the next three or four games may just bed him in now and again. And I think he'll be delighted with that. Everything will be geared to probably for these guys for next season to get more game time. But He's obviously a useful centre half. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is on your mind tonight, Derek? I'm just uh, speaking about the, the, the five Rangers players, uh, or Rangers in a club that seem to get treated differently from every other club in Scotland regarding the COVID. I'm not defending the the, the guys what the party the, they, they should they should have been disciplined for it. But I just think whatever whatever's going Rangers and Celtic are both in uh, a couple of cases. You know what I mean? So, but I think Rangers are being made an example when maybe. Um, Celtic way to Dubai not, not a thing saying about it not, mm. No discipline Nothing And I think They did they, they positive cases With the Rangers there was, there was no positive cases For the guys in the party I just think there's one rule for one And one rule for another And I think the SFA Needs an overhaul Without a doubt They should bring English people In to run their game It may go a bit better Oh why Because they they look as if They're running things Just brilliantly <laughs> At the moment I, I, I'm, I'm envious of how smooth It all seems to be going down there I don't know about that bit Derek uh, But uh, Let's recap the story Because I'm sure lots of people will 
I will agree with Derek on, on some of that Rangers have failed in that appeal against the bans Imposed on the COVID-5 So the disciplinary panel Which took its time by the way But it has upheld the original Six game suspension It was four games immediately And two matches suspended So that that will now kick in After a bit of uncertainty Zungu, Patterson, Bassey Plus Kinnear and Mabudi um, So the you, you remember this story's been going on and on And eventually the appeal has been heard The appeal is unsuccessful And that ban will now stand However, Rangers have responded With a statement this evening Saying that We remain disappointed in the result Furthermore We believe this outcome highlights The inconsistency of decision making In the Scottish FA's disciplinary process Um, And that's the bit that Derek and I would imagine Other Rangers fans Agree with Mm. Uh, That's enough for me The players deserve the ban For me He he does say that Derek agrees with that though Rangers should be disappointed with their players um, And just get on with it Now the only one that really concerns is is Parson Really because he's been the standout The rest are You know Zungu you see here and there But But to be fair to Derek He's saying that He agrees He thinks they should be punished But he's wondering if I never thought the holiday destination of Dubai Would be mentioned so many times uh, on You're allowed to go as a training camp to Dubai was the players allowed to to go out socialising? Yeah, no, you know, the, you know the next bit, isn't it? It's the pictures at the pool. It's mm-hmm. the bit that no one's been able to get over. Everyone keeps wanting to know why that why that wasn't actioned. Yeah, well, I don't know the the answer mm-hmm. to that, but you can't say because Celtic weren't punished. Let's let's not punish it. That's t- up for the SFA. Yeah, two wrongs don't make a right. So the players were guilty. Rangers admitted at the time they were guilty by fining them. So the SFA mm-hmm. dealt with it properly. So that, in my opinion, they deserved. The ban And it's a shame Because I, I really do feel For Partison Because I, I did think he had uh, An outside chance Of going to the Euros And I wonder If that's just scuppered it What about that Derek Do you think Missing the next four Does that make any difference To Nathan Patterson's Euro chances Or, or, or should Stevie Clark's mind Already be made up One way or the other Well see, see if it doesn't go It's SFA's fault And SFA <laughs> That mean uh... Well you just said <laughs> That you felt the ban Was correct Did you not Oh, it is correct, but what, so, what I'm saying is, so, so uh, if he, uh, I think they should select him. The boy, he would, he would, he would do well. Mm. He's a fat enough lad. But as I said, there's one rule for one club and one rule for another. What happened with Dubai? Nothing. Well, that's the thing. Though. The problem, I've always said this in the show, Gordon, not just about this, about tackles, about mm. any sort of disciplinary thing. We always are desperate to compare two things and we pretend that they're the exact, exactly the same when. When they're perhaps not Now that's not me saying that I think Ah great Celtic were but That was a great idea To go on holiday to Dubai Or go on a training camp Far from it But We we are outsiders In this as well Where we don't really know um, What stage that got to how, how much was Dubai looked at And maybe it's that clarity Maybe it's that yeah. Insight that people are looking Inconsistency for Inconsistency that everybody Talks about Gordon Ooh. SFA But I do agree with, with the large Derek even As a Rangers fan says Look they broke, they broke the rules It was Rangers appealed it They've lost their appeal Unfortunately for the boys It's a ban Let's move on You can't just keep going back And saying well Celtic never got that Or you know The the, the next um, situation that happens Well Rangers got that I don't think the SFA Deliberately go out there And have a go against Rangers They they, they try every case Individually Gordon They've come up with solu- Rangers quite right to appeal it If they wanted to Different circumstances and, the, 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 the link, and again you're right That is completely within Rangers right yeah. So no problem with it whatsoever But what the appeal did do Was allow Nathan Patterson to play against Celtic And allow Nathan Patterson to be available last night And so yeah. on So in, 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 in a footballing sense for the team it, It's not as damaging because yeah, Tavernier's yeah. back now But, but you know that, that's just circumstantial What about him personally 
Marks it d- Does it make any difference To his Euro hopes Not for me No uh, No I think if um, Steve Clark He's in Steve Clark's thoughts Then I think Just missing the last um, Three league games And whatever it is In the Scottish Cup Is not going to Make that You know His mind different th- Thoughts into it I think if he, if he Thinks the boy's good enough To go He's in the squad He's not going to look at this band today and think, right, okay, I'm going to take him back out. He would go, the young lad's fit enough, he's mm. good enough. It just decides whether that Steve Clark wants to take mm. him. Let's bring Brian in on this. Brian, what's your point tonight? It's Gordon. Uh, hi, panel. Uh, I don't know if you remember, I was actually on a couple of weeks ago uh, regarding... Uh, it was actually regarding this. You know, it's taken that long, the process... But I, I don't understand why the football authorities actually get involved in this. Uh, you're probably aware that Leicester City, uh, four players for that club, broke COVID rules. And what Leicester City did was they fined them and they omitted them from one game and then Brendan Rodgers brought the players back into the fold and the football authorities didn't get involved in anything. Uh, yes, the broken COVID rules, but I do not understand why football authorities get involved in this. And I'm speaking, yes, I'm a Rangers fan, but I'm speaking across the board, right? Why do football authorities have to feel that they have to ban players when they've already been, you know, sanctioned by their own clubs? Well, funnily enough, I think that's the next line, and I, I, deli- I, I had a feeling Brian was on about that point. This is the next line of Rangers' statement. This is exactly what they feel. We are cognizant, nice word, that the approach taken by other football associations across Europe has no resemblance to that of the Scottish FA. And we urge the Scottish FA to be open minded and learn from other football authorities. We now focus on Sunday's quarter final at Ibrox. So, that in a nutshell is, is what Brian's saying. Why, why are we banning folk when other, other leagues aren't? Yeah, I can see that point uh, perfectly well. Um, I think when players do get punished And I don't think there's anything worse Than getting punished by your own manager And how disappointed they are And getting hit in the pocket So to then miss games Yeah it seems a double punishment And Brian you highlighted the, the English FA taking no action But the Scottish FA made a road for their own back Way back at the start of the season When it was the Aberdeen A and Ball and Goy And they got involved Then came the St Mirren guys Then it came you know, one after the other, Edmondson and Jones, and they were always involved. To get to now and say, oh, we'll take a step back, they couldn't do it. So they made their decision at the start of the year and they've had to go with it. Um, Whether that is the right or wrong decision, you know, I can see uh, the point in it being the wrong decision and allowing the clubs just to deal with the players at source. Thank you, Brian. 01419511025. We're here until eight o'clock, so there's still plenty of time to get through any talking points that we've not yet covered off. And if you think we've missed one, you know what to do. Pick up the phone and fix it. We'll speak to you next. 01419511025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here 01419511025 On the phones or Twitter At Clyde SSB Keep them coming in We're here until 8 o'clock So there's loads of time To cover off all the issues From last night uh, We had a bit of debate About this one In the office In fact there wasn't much debate I think it was kind of One way traffic David Turnbull Lucky to stay on the pitch Last night uh, Yep For me It was Hi. I, I, I thought it was um, So unlike him at just sheer frustration uh, I don't think he kicked out um, Willie Collins right there 
I'm surprised he didn't show him red He's a lucky boy I'm surprised because Willie seen it and he heard it um, As Mark always reminds oh, us Oh he's got some hearing um, I was very surprised he stayed in the pitch Gordon I've got to say And now of course we, we do that thing don't we We've got this We have this wonderful Wonderfully dramatic system Where that might not be the end of it It may well be looked at again Did the referee see it? Did they not? Did he see the full thing? Very hard to predict Because we've We've had some surprising Outcomes both ways On, on those things but, but you thought For sure on the night It should have been A red card yeah And I did think I'd be hard pushed To, to find Willie Collum Saying he didn't see the full thing I think his he's line of Vision was <laughs> Listen, right there, uh, right I've on the. Heard that before, though. Oh, I, 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 I know. No, I, no, no, my, no, no, my, no, no, no. I, yeah, I, I don't mean with him. I'm talking. How many times have we seen oh, the ref saw it? He, he booked him, but actually, he didn't see the full thing. Well, come on, yeah, you've done this dance exactly. many times. I know, but um, Willie being one of our top referees, and I think he knows that. I don't think he would like to admit mm. that he didn't see the right thing. So I, I'm going with Willie Colm. Saw it. He thought it was a yellow card, but. Willie Colm was wrong I thought it was red I mean Mark Probably speaks on behalf Of, of a lot of people Who, who watch Gordon and say, You always hear that Don't you Oh I mean it's not like him He's not that type of player But that, that doesn't really matter Does it I mean well, in fact It doesn't matter at all No No you can't make that An excuse You can't turn around And say well that's It's not like him He's not got that Sort of a character He, 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 he Deliberately Just kicked it to lad. I can't remember What Aberdeen played Dylan McGeoch Was it I was McGeoch Yes it was um, just a bit of a frustration uh, Turnbull's been excellent for Celtic We all know he's a fantastic talent We bum him up on the show Because he's an ex-Motherwell player as well um, But I've got to say I thought I was surprised that he didn't get a red card on. I really am And Wally seems to have let himself down um, Does that hurt you to admit That the referee might have got something wrong Because you're very no, it quick to, to try and defend them It doesn't I think we can get a lot of things wrong in life um, you know, um, and Willie's the, the uh, life same. advice from Gordon uh, exactly. Well, Willie's human like the rest of us, and uh, he obviously thought it was a yellow card. I didn't. Mark didn't. We thought it was red. Uh, I'll be interested to see what happens. Mm, okay. <laughs> I was falling asleep through that public service <laughs> announcement there. Let's bring in John in Wisher. John, I know you're a Celtic fan. You might be a, a little bit biased on this, but I'll bring you in on that. David Turnbull, was he lucky to stay on? Scott Brown done worse at Livingston and got sent off. Done less at Livingston and got sent off. So I think he should have went last night. Okay, what did you make of it overall? Am I going to say it again? And in the invincible season, we lost twenty-five goals. We've only lost twenty-five this season, which makes the defence not as bad as everybody makes it. Just before the Rangers game, I was on the one each game at Parkhead. And uh, I was talking about this. See the five games from that game, including the Rangers game. 114 shots, 39 on target, and we've only scored 10 goals. We've drew 10 games. That's 20 points. Obviously, one goal in each of the games, and we're sitting a point behind Rangers or a point ahead of them because we would have beat them as well. It's just unbelievable the amount of the amount of sitters we've missed this season. Hmm. And the, mor- the moral of the story, John, is. You're 20 points behind And you're out both cups John's not He's not clearing Celtic of blame He's trying to say that every, for every all the, t- No no John's saying though For all the focuses on the defence He feels In front of goal Has been a bigger issue That's what John's yeah, getting at. I, I think the defence this year has, and has really been shocking Gone. Uh, there's a lot of goals That could Have been avoided Of course are But 
simple things. Even last night, you how many you, you go back to I know what John said about twenty five goals. You wonder how many set plays Celtic have lost this season. Set plays now that's mm. something that you pride yourself on. You work on every day. Uh, you're reminded before you get out that dressing room what your responsibility is. It free kicks, corner kicks, runs, whatever it may be. Um, I think that the that is getting highlighted now that Celtic are making right amount of chances and not putting the ball in the back of net. I couldn't believe Edward, for instance, last night as well. You're thinking he's got to score. Uh, I don't think it's lack of effort. Um, they made a few chances Turnbull was unlucky to come off the bar but they've just not been good enough this year you know you can come on mm. and John's quite right he's a Celtic supporter he's looked at all those stats they've just not been good no, enough John agrees with that though yeah. I think you've picked John up wrong John is not trying to paper over that he wants to say that the defence is getting a, essentially more focused than it deserves and the, the attack line is not and he's, he's done the he's given us the stats to back that up Mark what do you mm. make of that point? Well the thing is defence Wins your league I know it's an old cliche mm. But it does You can go and keep clean sheets And nick the odd goal And those draws will turn into wins um, Listen I agree with John Celtic have not been clinical This season And uh, the final third Edward scored 21 Is it this season? 21 El Yanusi 19 um, Griffiths 8 You know And you chip in a few from A Yeti 3 for Kamar It's not good enough When you've got so many striking options Turnbull's chipped in with a few But No real substantial numbers Behind Edward and El Yanoussi And that's And that's hurt them I mean If you're a Celtic striker I think your aim Every season is to score Above 20 So yes Edward Is missing chances He does look disinterested Mark, manage, But he's above 20 A new manager comes in next season Right Doesn't matter who it is What do you think His first job Is going to be at Celtic Defence Correct Yeah it's where you start It's where you've got to start um, and, and I know John's argument But a new manager No matter who it is Will walk in there And the first uh, Target he'll aim at Is his defence I, I like I like the research John But I wonder if Is there more to it though Rather than just giving us that That total number That That, that volume That, that goal that Total conceded That you're talking about That doesn't always tell the full story though You know You're talking about Losing goals in big games Or at big moments And constantly from set pieces It's not all about the total number all the time In comparing two different campaigns is it? We'll see that, that campaign in Vincent We've scored 33 goals less 30 And we've conceded the same amount of goals So it tells you that it's up front It doesn't tell you it's the defence You can say that all you want about times in games But... I mean, 40, 42 shots and goals. Well, he, he, here's the thing then, John. Let, let me ask you very simply, rather than comparing it and making a competition about the two, what do you think of Celtic's defence this season? Don't t- don't talk to me about the, the striking options. Don't talk to me about the goals. What do you think about Celtic's defence this season? I think the problem is we have too many loan players. We should be buying players in to play in the team. Actual our players that play in the team and don't bring in any more loan players. No, but in, in isolation, then. So you don't you don't think that the back four has has been problematic for Celtic this season? They they have they have been problematic. No, that's the point. That's all anyone's saying. Up front has been. But why does it have to be a competition between the two? Anyone who watches Celtic, John, and the way they concede, and again, I. I admire the research I, I get I get the point I get the comparison But so, rather than comparing it To the Invincible season Just watch a Celtic game Every Celtic fan Who watches them Will say They concede soft goals And too many of them but Every Celtic fan Will say Look at the sitters we've missed 
But it, it, it works both ways. Look at Rangers this season. What a difference in that team. They've no, they have no. 11 goals have conceded. And they've scored, what is it, 85 or 87? You know what I mean? What a difference. They only scored 56 last season. What a difference in name. I, I don't. I mean, John's got the bit between his teeth about comparing goal totals for and against from from different campaigns. I, I, I don't know where that really. Like numbers, numbers tell a, like tell one side of the story, Gordon. But I think it was you that touched on it that the times you lose goals in games and how you lose them affects the full side and it affects the way the game or the overall goals. goals. Put it this way: yeah. almost every goal that um, Celtic have conceded against Rangers. It changed at the weekend, didn't it? But going into that game, it was almost every goal they had conceded against Rangers this season had been from a set, set place. Piece. Now you, they are the games. They're the six pointers. They're the one that sees yeah. your rivals pull away from you. So it, totals are important, and I'm glad John did it. But there's got to be more, more to that. Yeah, and plus the fact you've got to look at, um, you know, the fact that what Rangers, the the what they've achieved this season with goal difference and goals for goals against and everything. So. It, as much as John's coming out with the stats here, if you're going to climb above range, you've got to up them and up them. I totally, I can get his argument about well the defence and and the forward line, but I keep going back to it, Gordon. The minute a new manager comes in, look at the new back four next year and look at a probably new goalkeeper. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish slash football. There's always something good about Thursday nights beat the punt And the sun is shining as well I don't know why that just adds something to the mix for me Because Mark Wilson's face is already bright red He's had yeah. a tough few days That's sunburnt and let's see relegation. How like. He's getting relegation problems Let's try and crank it up on Beat the Pundit tonight 01419511025 Give us a call, take on Mark or Gordon And try and win that signed ball The lines do close at 7 though So you'll need to be quick Tackle the headlines 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Right, it's time for Beat the Pundit Gordon DL and Mark Wilson They're getting towards the business end of the season Gordon DL, believe it or not Has got a, de- a healthy Promotion. lead A healthy lead over Mark Wilson In terms of win percentage As we move towards the bit of the season When the prizes are given out mm. um, So let's see what tonight has in store Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football If you want to pick up on any topics you heard in the first hour if you agree or disagree you can keep the calls coming in 01419511025 Really just looking back on the, the big talking points from last night we've had a few calls on Rangers failed appeal against the bans imposed on the Covid-5 so any of those keep the calls coming and if there's anything else you want to turn your attentions to Let's do it. What about the picture at the bottom? Hamilton Aki's fans starting to get nervous or will it be another great escape? Let us know. But we'll do this first with Jack in Wisher. How's it going, Jack? I'm all right. How are you? A good win for your team last night. Officially safe. Happy with yeah, that? Aye, yeah, Jack's a Motherwell fan. Much well like done, yourself. Jack. Uh, Sound buzzing, Jack. And by the way, bit uh, excited there, Jack. Calm down. By the way, did you see the stat that since Graham Alexander took over, yeah, only yeah, yeah. only Celtic and Rangers have picked up more points. Oh, fantastic! We're in a great place, Gordon. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, no, we're in the, a good place. The performance for next level could maybe go up a wee bit. The, the entertainment value, maybe. Listen, it's all about wins just now. Yeah, right, okay. wins. That's fine. It's all about wins on beat the pundit as well. So heads, Jack will take on Mark Wilson, and tails it will be Gordon DL. Mark Wilson 
up against yes. Jack. Yes, come on, Jack. So I'm going to give Mark some clay two in his lug so that he doesn't know what Jack is saying to it. 30 seconds on the clock, Jack. You're head to head with Mark and you can pass. That is the key. If you don't know it, pass quickly and we'll move on, okay? Okay. Right, good man. 30 seconds and your time starts now. Name any SPFL side that Brian Rice played for. Howen. Andy Halliday and Lee Griffith started their careers at which current Scottish top flight team? Which musical instrument features on the crest of Hibs? Pass. Name any UK or Ireland stadium currently in line to host a game at the Euros. Hampton. What team did Kilmarnock face in Monday's Scottish Cup quarter final? Pass. Who's the only current Scottish Premiership team Ian McCall has managed? Oh no. Just guess one. Um, Bundy. Okay, let's bring back Mark Wilson. Mark, can you hear us? Yes. Right, same set of questions to you. <laughs> uh, 30 seconds on the clock, ready? <laughs> yeah. What's up with you? <laughs> you try to put him off already? Uh, no, 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 no. He's doing something. Stupid. Here's the key, remember. Don't get the first question wrong right, okay. I've noticed it Roger Hanna First question wrong on Tuesday Nearly blew it I mean he recovered Because he's, he's a Hanna yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get the first question okay. wrong No pressure Are you ready? Yep Let's go 30 seconds Starting Now Name any SPFL side That Brian Rice has played for Hamilton Andy Halliday and Lee Griffith Started their careers At which current Scottish top flight team? Livingston What musical instrument Features on the crest of Hibs? Harp Name any UK or Ireland stadium that's set to host the game at the Euros. Hamden. What team did Kilmarnock face in Monday's Scottish Cup quarter final? Pass. Name the only current Scottish Premiership team that Ian McCall has been the manager of. Dundee United. And which Scottish. Did I start that? Aye, you so. certainly did. Oh, Aye. Which Scottish side did Ryan Gold go on loan to in 2019? Quick. Hibs. Quick, quick. Okay. Jack, have you done enough? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, the pressure is on you. You need to pull away from the bottom of this table. The first one correct. Jack was gone. <laughs> well, he said the same. Him and Jack said the same oh. for the first one. Name any SPFL side Brian Rice Hibs. played for. Hibs, Falkirk, Dunfermline, Clyde, Morton. Not Hamilton Ackies, incidentally. Ah, nil, nil. Good start. Man. Andy Halliday and Lee Griffith started at Livy. You both got it. One all. The musical instrument on Hibs Club Crest is the harp. Oh, yes! <laughs> he's giving it the old guitar symbol to me. You thought it was a guitar? No, I put him off. Oh, right, okay. I, I, I Be guess. honest. Was I a guess? No, I just. What did it's you an think educated guess. What did you think it was? Oh, a piano. Oh, I did. No. <laughs> Hibs. An accordion. Probably Edinburgh. Drums. Bagpipes. No. <laughs> uh, name any UK or Ireland stadium in line to host a Euros game. Hamden, you both went for. Well done. So it's 3 2 at this point. It's a good game to kick us off. Um, Kilmarnock facing Come Mirren. On. Nah, nah. No? Nah, I'm not. My Scottish Cup knowledge. Right, okay. Since Celtic got put um, <laughs> I don't care. Name the only Scottish Premiership team Ian McCall has managed. Jack went Dundee. Oh. Uh, I could, uh, I'd love to, but. Th- I can't obviously Dundee United So Mark goes 4-2 in front And then you got You got Ryan Gold At the end 5-2 for Mark Wilson Jack Hard lines At least your team won last night Yeah maybe next time Maybe next time Probably not Jack But thanks anyway If you see me about Jack just walk by me (laughs) It's hard to see Wilson winning isn't it It feels The pressure's on Last week was a poor performance From me so Yeah rubbish last week Absolutely That puts him Yeah yeah Percentage up yeah, he'll be To fine. be fair, that was a that was an easy game tonight. No, that was so? Jack off the phone. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's fine. You can bad mouth him. He was shocking. Um. <laughs> Motherwell, he doesn't come for Motherwell.
I wish I said he's the motherfucker. Oh, no wonder he'll like it too. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, even a busk is it there. Scott <laughs> is a Celtic fan on the line. Talk to us, Scott. Evening, guys. Hi. See, before I make my two points, can I ask Mark Wilson one quick question? If it's a beat the pundit one, he will get it wrong, but fire away. No, well, he's won, he won the night, so true. he can't he, he can be rush, true, rubbish true, in the true. mushroom tonight. He's done his back. <laughs> um, Mark, just a quick thing before I go to my two main points. I just wanted to ask you, who did you prefer playing, having played in front of you, Nakamura or Raiden McGeady? Nakamura. Right, why? Well, Nakamura was the best player I ever played with. Just understood the game. Did the dirty part That's not to say Aiden didn't um, But just had a good relationship with him Okay That's fine I just, I just wondered Because two of them obviously not, not, For me Naka was A brilliant player I thought he was fantastic And I thought he was wasted Actually right in the right I thought we should, we'd have made a room for him In a, a, a ten roll Off the two strikes I thought, I thought he'd been better in there As far away from Mark Wilson As possible <laughs> basically <laughs> Maybe I ruined him No I let Mark bomb up Doing the line That just that done me um, like My two points was like Regarding last night's game and just the season in general Last night Perfect opportunity It's Aberdeen away Aberdeen's got a few Young kids out in their team I thought Good He'll maybe bring a couple of guys in He'll maybe bring Ismaili Soro And give him game time He'll bring in young Dembele Now I don't know if Dembele's going to be there Next season anyway But It wouldn't have done any harm To bring him in Even Tony Ralston Could have got a game Last night we learned nothing Absolutely nothing about that team Not a thing Not a bit We brought in near Beaton That was it where was the big changes he was talking about? Where was the changes? I didn't see any. Didn't even bring a, the, the sub-goalkeeper in. I, I just didn't get that last night. And I said, the second part of last, about last night's game was as well, why did it not go 4-4-2? It was, it was patently obvious after Saturday's game and previous games that John Joe Kenny will not take a man on and try and go by and win and win. The Aberdeen fullback was a young boy last night. I'm pretty sure he was only 18 or 19. John Joe Kenny's a very experienced player. I thought... He'll be trying to run at him the whole game. Not once. Not once did he try to go by him. As a matter of fact, every pass I seen him went back the way. Now, that's sort of proving a question why I was asking Mark that who did you prefer playing me? Obviously, we didn't play with a wide player last night. So maybe that doesn't suit John Joe Kenny's game. Maybe he's used to playing with a guy playing in front of him and not on a diamond. So that was why I was asking mm. Mark about uh, his question about yep. preferred players. But I'm absolutely... I mean, I don't even know why John Kennedy's still there. To be fair, we should have just said, John, you know what? We're going to change it. You're not going to be part of it. I don't know why we didn't do that. In the last five games of the season, just goes, you know what? Total experimentation. See all these young boys that are in, run about the first-team squad? Give them some game time. And he's done nothing. So for me, we've wasted probably five games now. What do you make of that? Well, I don't think he should have experimented, Scott, before... The Rangers Cup tie I think there was Momentum to To get up there And you know Showed that against Livingston That performance I thought was particularly good If Forrest was fat I thought John Kennedy Would have went Any Ibrox With, with probably Strongest side um, But I do agree with you After going out the cup These games are dead rubbers uh, I think We're still seeing players Who Have performed poorly This season And are Continually perform poorly and games that mean nothing Why um, John chooses to play them Well I, I've no idea Only John knows that Yeah As right Probably Sorrow Could have played Got minutes under his belt That could serve him well For a new manager Some of the younger ones there That Scott mentioned Even Lee Griffiths I thought Well everyone knows What Edward gives you What he's gave you this season Why not give Lee Griffiths uh, 80 minutes um, And other positions as well Dembele is a big one as well Why not play him 
Um, so go for it. See the thing with Dumbelly. Dumbelly played, and it's nearly two calendar years ago. Dumbelly came on against Hearts at Celtic Park versus um, came on Celtic Park against Hearts, yeah. right? He don't he only ever played that one match that I can remember, and Neil Lennon included him in the Scottish Cup final. 18. Yeah, there was a debate in the, mm. ga- the days leading up to that, yeah. Scott, wasn't there? About you know, would they start the game and would they get a good portion of it? And then I think it ended up being a bit of a tighter game, and we didn't see him. But that, that was the that was the discussion at the time, wasn't it? And two years later, the guy's not kicked a ball for us. That this is what I don't get. Neil Lennon was the guy who brought him into the team. Then all of a sudden, bombed him for two, the best part of eighteen months. Never seen him again. I think he got one. I think it was one Europa League away game. Yeah. After after we were out of the Europa League. And I'm saying to myself, do you know what? what? What's the point of having a youth team if we're not going to give these guys a chance? That's going to be a very interesting one, Mark, because you're right. The the And by the way, it's not just Celtic. It's not as if Celtic fans were the only ones who, who went and got carried away. You speak to anyone that's worked with them at Scotland International youth level, and it unfortunately looks like um, you know, he's gone off to play some games for England as well. Everybody who's seen him thinks yeah. that, thought that he was absolutely out of this world. A proper, a proper wonder kid. Um, and we'll never really know Because ultimately if, there, There's clearly an argument there Which says If he's that good now Then he would be playing Right that, that, That's the kind of basic way Of looking at it So A couple of things can have happened He has not fulfilled His own potential And he needs to take a share of that Or Celtic have not Developed him And they They haven't done Their side of the bargain It might well be a combination of both yeah. And given the way that things are at the moment Celtic fans are very down about everything They'll probably blame the latter They'll probably think You know Games like last night Why not bring them through a bit more From the outside It's pretty difficult to know Yeah I was going to say that It's hard for us to know that Gordon What's went on there Because we see so little of them Now I've been there I've seen young players come through And burst onto the scene But their attitude is poor And they drift away I, I don't know if Dembele's like that So I, I wouldn't know His attitude could be brilliant um, And I've seen boys That have just been held back Because they've got a player Of such ability Ahead of them That's keeping them in In the side And, and they can't get in And that's fair enough The argument with that Is that Celtic have You know in games that Meaningless games Have not had outstanding You know creative players That have kept A young You know World beater out If you like Potential world beater out So it's hard to know I, I would have liked to have seen him To made, make the decision ourselves to, to watch him and go Well he's not quite what we thought um, But I mean John Kennedy Neil Lennon Have obviously got a large squad Even John says they're thin in the ground mm. They've got a large squad Particularly in that position And they've thought He's not been good enough to break in We need to see the kids sometime You know he can't, Hopefully he just doesn't drift out I mean I, I was there with the boy Farouz If you remember him coming through Played a reserve game with him He was outstanding He played in front of me He was brilliant Before I knew it He was off down the road Never to be seen again And I just hope that doesn't happen With Dembele Gordon like I say You can make Mm. a fairly safe assumption I think that If he is Running right in training Ripping everybody apart He's playing playing. So presumably not doing that But at the Mm -hmm. same time He's young in the clubs You know Players do need Nurtured in the right way They need to be given opportunities At the right time They need to be coached properly both kind of on and off the field as well So people will end up making their own conclusions How much of the blame is on the player For not fulfilling potential at this stage Because by the way he's still really young He still might go on and have an unbelievable career um, and, and how much goes to, to the club I'm not sure we can do much other than speculate 
Yeah, um, first and foremost, I like I like a young player to be given an opportunity, but I like to see him coming into a team that's playing with a lot of confidence. Gone because it certainly helps you and it helps you, you know, f- um, develop your your career as well. Learn the game a lot better rather than being thrown into these sort of games. You're right. John Kennedy sees these guys every day. I think that if Ralston, for instance, at right back, he must be sitting there going. Have I got a career here? Because if he can't get in it right back just now, I just wonder where he's going. Um, so it tells me he's not good enough, right? First and foremost, it tells me he's not good enough. I don't think for one minute a new manager's going to walk in and next season um, Ralston's got to be your right back. Um, but I just look at younger players. And Billy come on last night and I, I thought, oh, he looks sharp, he livened it up. John put him on there, gave him the opportunity. But remember, John's still got a... A duty as the, the the caretaker Celtic manager, he go and win games because it's still he'll still come in for criticism. So he sees it. I, I think you know Scott's point though is getting criticised anyway because the games aren't being won. Yeah, but I, I just thought last night that it was down to the, the the usual Achilles heel, the the set play, and they created a lot of chances. They should have they should have probably won the game, put the game to bed. Um, Mark's right, Aberdeen got a couple there with the Brown sliding in and Ferguson missing a, a guilt uh, as chance. But I think John Kennedy's in a difficult situation. I do believe, Gordon, that if these guys, and I think you summed up perfectly, see if they're ripping up training day in, day out. As a manager, and Mark will tell you, you say, got to put them in at some time. So it tells me they're not. Certainly a good debate, Scott. Thank you for taking the time. We've got Robert. He's a Rangers fan from Ayrshire and he is coming up next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. I'm going to speak to Robert, a Rangers fan, very soon. Indeed, let me quickly give you tonight's yeah. teaser, though. I'm afraid I'm taking you back a little bit for this one. Oh, I'll, Liam, I'll the Liam has sent it in. Eight members of Scotland's 1990. World Cup squad were playing in England at the time. Can you name them? It is tough tonight. I thought I would try and crank it up a bit. See what see what you're made of. Scotland's 1990 World Cup squad. Eight of them played in England at the time, according to Liam. Jim Layton. Oh, brilliant. Well done. How old were you then? Me. I was six. So really, Craig you Burley should get more of these. Craig Burley was not in the 1990 Jesus. World Cup squad. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at this. Uh, we know. You don't need to tell us that. We will find that out. I, am, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't name a player in the 90. Well, the 90, Jim Lane. The, the 98. <laughs> Craig Burley's World Cup was the 98 one. Eight years of difference. Was, yeah, uh, he could have played when he was younger. Give youth a chance. No. I was um, going to say Pat Nevin in that squad. No. Alan no. Hansen. No. <laughs> Alan <laughs> Hansen He was a pundit in match of the day in the 90s Mark Wilson's got more chance of getting these than you And he was 6 at the time uh, 90, the 90, 90 was Italy wasn't it? Yes yeah. well done we're getting somewhere Right okay Come on think of the Who would have played Sunnis In there no Is he retired nope. No Gordon He's not in no, there no, mate. Gordon Mc Jury Yes Jukebox Gordon oh, Jury right. yes. Well Burs. done He was there you, there you go You've got two was of eight Kevin Gallagher there? No <laughs> I'm not very good at this Gordon Jury and Jim Layton We're looking for another six Members of Scotland's oh. 1990 World Cup squad Who played in England at the time Go, go Gibbs and Gary McAllister Yes Aye Oh, oh. No no that's fine right. We'll leave no, it No no I don't think that's it was Gordon Hutchison 
<laughs> Good tune. Is it? Well done. Please tell me it's Don Hutchison. Of it's not. You're eight years out there. I'm on the wrong squad. You're in, you are miles off. Absolutely miles off. Don Hutchison. Yeah, good player, 1990. Don. I know he was, but the 1990 <laughs> World Cup. He was, he was round about 98, 99, I oh. think. Uh, 99. Where Later. was that? 1990. Right, forget it, honestly. You go back to sleep, leave it to Mark. <laughs> Victoria's and we'll see how we get on. <laughs> Robert, you've been hanging on the line. My apologies. What is your point tonight? Hi, panels. Just, just um, a wee question. Is Gerard probably a blinder with keeping everything quiet? He's not showing his horn for the, the game on Sunday, which was a big game to get a good season for to get a double mm. on track. Oh, you think it was lulling St Johnson into a, a false sense of security? Yes. Either that mm. or just resting, guys. No, God, which no, was it? no, not at all. Um, I think he was putting his trust in his squad and keeping everyone happy. Rotation is everything. Oh, he no, he admitted himself it was all about Sunday. He said it in the clip that we played. Yeah, but but he's he's still putting the trust into the squad, Gordon. He's still playing guys out there like Wright and giving them game time. Simpson. I get that, the, but it was more goalkeeper. about. What I'm saying is, was it more about resting or was 100%. it a mind, or was it a mind game? As Robert is resting, alluding. it was resting his top players for the weekend. So uh, I don't think you would read anything into that and say he's playing mind games. He used his squad. He believes in the quality that he's got in his squad and he's rested a lot of players with obviously his eye on Sunday. Of course he does. But I don't think he's playing any mind games. No, listen, I think everybody would know what Steven Gerrard's uh, strongest team is. You know, minus one or two, he, he chops and changes. And I think Steven Gerrard does value this cup. I think he'll be desperate to win it. And I think even Callum Davidson has probably got best part of 10 of those players that will come up against Pitt. I think he'll know that that wasn't the Rangers that will turn up on Sunday. Any guys last night, Robert, that you think you know really took their chance and that you want to see more of? I thought Wright was outstanding. I thought he just took his chance and done it against Cove Rangers, a big step up. I thought he's got a big future I think she'll probably boot for Steve Davis in the years to come he does a lot of backtracking I think he's a great great potential and be good for Scottish football as well mm. well I won't get the guys to jump in there because I feel like Chris and Drumchapel might be on a similar point so I don't want to to steal his thunder thanks to Robert Chris do you want to pick up where Robert left off uh, hi guys cheers for taking my call um, I just think Camargo's not been up to standard the last few games and I think Scott Wright deserves his chance at the weekend with St Johnston because he can play right right across the front three behind the striker, so I don't see why he shouldn't start. Who would you leave out? Kamal Ruffy, just say, Kamal you, honestly, what is... He no, is no, a- no, no, but the, the, you look at... Kamal Roof, I don't think, will play on Sunday. Uh, Scott Wright should come in and play him. So, so he'll get back to his strongest side, and I don't think Roof's involved in that. Well, yeah, Morelos, Roof and, and Kent is the sort of strongest front three, is it not? Timmy no. played against Celtic, no. I think. Aribo Aribo off the right yeah. Morelos in the middle Kent on the left Correct. I think he'll go well Back done, to that Well done Mark Thanks for backing me up And I think <laughs> that's what He'll get back to And that's why I asked the question Who would you leave out Because I don't think Roof will start Right okay Fair enough I, I'm sorry I take one. it back Well I think if, it's, if, it, if he's going to play Roof I would drop him For right 100% Right can Wright Get in front of Those other three though Can he get in front of Aribo Or, no, no. or Kent no. I don't know about that Aribo and Kent Just they're, they're just doing too much in the, aren't they? But if Roof was to start, I would play right before him. The, uh, I like the, the comment Roof's from. Well, he might, though. He's not going to start. He has done previously. Right, what's he call his name? He's playing with 12 men. 
Right. I said it's not on this. He's on the 90s. Right. 90s. He's not even I've, got, I've got one. He's thinking about Victoria's in the early 90s. I've got one. Don't steal um, it. But Roof will not start. I'll be Aribo, Morelos, and Kent Gordon, right? I'll be your, your three up top against St Johnston at the weekend. Has Scott Wright given the manager something to think about? Is he closer? I think he's. I think the manager will be absolutely delighted with his performance and his goal and saying, right, we're on the right track, we've given him some game time as well. I think he's ahead of his schedule where I think Stephen Gerrard probably seen the boy uh, after signing him from Aberdeen. But I don't think he will oust any of these guys out of the team just now. Do you see you think Kamar Ruth dropped off a little bit recently, Chris? Definitely, 100%. What do you think that's down to? I mean, he's obviously had kind of niggling injuries as well. Does that that play a part? He was a bit wild in Europe as well, wasn't he? So, I don't know. I, I think maybe cash in on him in the summer if we could get the money back. That's a big shot. Oh, that's, that's harsh. I think Roof. Um, I think Roof's done a good job uh, this year. You know, considering he's had to come in and try and strike up a partnership with Morelos coming off the left sometimes, not being the main man. Um, but I think he's done a good job I think he, he, he can be happy with season Yeah, keep it all day long um, He's got good competition in front of him, Gordon And I think that's good for every player But he's certainly a talent I'd keep him, I wouldn't be looking to And as Stephen Gerrard says If you're going to shoot from the halfway line Give the ball the way And the other team goes and scores with the equalising goal Make sure you've already scored one from the halfway line Earlier this season Because you've got goodwill in the bank and the manager won't be too angry with you. Yeah, I can understand it's okay when you lose a goal, but I thought Stephen Gerrard handled that very, very well. And he backed his player. And remember, even if he shoots for the halfway line, you still got to go down the part and score. So I don't Game management, though, that's what they say, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but look, you're a striker, you're greedy, you've got your opportunity, you want to keep scoring goals because you know that you know, come Sunday, you're probably going to be in the bench just to let you know that one, Chris. It'll be the front three of Aribo, Ken and Morelis. Chris, phone back up this weekend. See if he's got that wrong. Make sure you phone up and rub his <laughs> nose in it because that is... Well, I don't rub my nose well, on it. He'll be there all day. I can't let him, I can't let him live that one down if he's wrong. 01419511025. Thank you to Chris. Right, what about the bottom of the table? Hamilton Aki's fans, are you nervous? Is it... Relegation this season Or are you still confident Because if ever a team could get out of it It is you You have done it time and time again You know what it takes To handle these types of games At the end of the season But it didn't go your way Last night How do we feel about the bottom of the table As we stand here now With a, a couple of games to go um, I think it's pretty obvious It does not look good uh, for how, how damaging was that last night then? Yeah I, I did think so But listen There is still life left in this um, the, the problem is that Brian Rice's uh, team has been plagued by injuries Misfortune at times uh, Was it the goalkeeper the other week there slips an ice And you know things <laughs> happening to him that, that wouldn't usually happen this season He's got a lot of young players in there Sending offs um, have played a part this year at crucial times in the game uh, And that was the case the other night as well So you know, they fell into bad habits, Hamilton. And when you pair that with how Kilmarnock have started to piece things together, I think they are obviously favourites to pull away. The one plus point is Ross they're still County. in touch with Ross County. And Ross County last night had enough chances to win the game in the first half, but there's a fragility about them at the back and it looks like they will mm. certainly drop points also. Only, only three points behind Ross mm. County and yeah. they've still to play each other. So that's what's great about the split. It gives you that chance. Um, five points then from 
Absolute safety Because you've got the, the playoff spot above it What do you think? I think they're in trouble Gordon I really do um, I, I, I look at Ross County And Mark's right I watched the highlights of the St Mirren game They did create a lot of chances I watched Hamilton against Motherwell um, Okay they were down to 10 men They have turned good uh, performances And good results And weeks gone by Especially against Motherwell but I just think it's getting near that situation that he's asking a lot in these young players. Mark's right, sometimes a bit of luck goes against you with a goalkeeping situation. It's a massive ask. If Brian Rice can get out of this, it'd be absolutely brilliant for him. But I, I'm starting to feel that they may be the ones that's going to be relegated. Keep that to myself. I'm in enough trouble. Speaking out before, I'm in enough trouble. Say nothing about it. Absolutely nothing. Is that the frustration as well? I mean, obviously, defeat leaves you bottom of the table. Can you get out of this situation? Of course we can. Of course we can. Nothing's decided tonight. You know, it just makes it more difficult for us. You know, we've had to say that down the stair in the dressing room. It just makes it more difficult. We just need to go harder, we need to go quicker, we need to go stronger. They're all hard games at this time. We know that. And we know, we've sort of got an idea of what we need to do. You know, and we like I say, we're open about things, we talk about it. Players have their say, I have my say. It just makes it more difficult, Gordon. That's all. You know, it's disappointing to lose tonight because I, thought, I think it was avoidable. I think the goal was avoidable. Right, that bit of the start, he's obviously talking about the sending off and he's saying, I'm going to have to keep my thoughts to myself there. I'm in trouble already. But does that mean he doesn't think it was a red card? Obviously, because he could have come out and said, no, that was fine, I have no problem with the decision. But if he's saying, I don't want to talk about it, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't know, I think he's maybe just sick of the full process. Uh, you know what, what's happened to him this season so um, I'd find it hard to believe I didn't think it was a, a saying off I thought it was a reckless tackle and Callahan's one shortly before that as well was, was a bit of horror but look, the, next week uh, they, they go to St Mirren away that's a big one must not lose followed by the midweek game up in Dingwall those are the two tailing games uh, look, he's done it before he needs his players to really really dig in and uh, uh, you go to St Mirren St Mirren have not got anything to play for Now You just hope that they take their foot off the gas A wee bit And your players turn up on the day But the one thing I will say is The playoff spot as well It's not going to be an easy game Whoever finishes yeah, in that I agree with that And it's incredible when you look back That <clears throat> Brian Rice and John Hughes Were a management team for a long long yep. time So they know oh, how each right, other yeah. thinks And he's worked at St Mirren Where he's going to go and Play this weekend Exactly uh, uh, next look, game, sorry. One thing uh, Brian's right I like his spirit I like the way he goes about his business That rubs off on his younger players He'll need a miracle I hope they stay up I really do I'm I'm rooting for Hamilton As much as You know We beat them in the derby But I'm rooting for Hamilton Because I hate that trip to Dingo Here's the next question <laughs> Selfish right to the end Has ever a player been signed In mid-February And genuinely Made a case for being The signing of the season? Kyle Lafferty signed for Kilmarnock on the 12th of February the 12th of February I think it was and I mean is he is he the signing of the season yeah. or is he well, he's in the discussion has he scored 10, 10 goals? goals in 8 games mm-hmm. or something yeah a couple obviously lower league opposition in the cup as well <sighs> yeah. Montrose and Steny I think but doesn't matter he's been incredible I think you said right away didn't you when he came in he would make he could, all the difference no, I, I think the, the signs uh, I remember at Pataudry, uh, he's he, he'd signed, he was on the bench and they come on the second half and all of a sudden Kilmarnock looked a decent outfit and you're thinking, yeah, he can bring something to the table. 
And I said on this programme that Kilmarnock would probably be in real trouble because they couldn't score goals. Gone. They didn't have anyone that can score goals. Lafferty can now. Mm. And, he, and he's shown that 10 goals already in many games. Was it March 6, 8? Something like that. And well, they've done enough. Beforehand, was he taking time out the game? Because it just begs the question why play, no one took a chance. He was playing in Italy until his last game in Italy, I think, was round about um, October. So he had a bit of a spell out. Played a couple of games, though, for, for, for his country, I think, after that, and then came over. But I mean, the hat trick last night. The one against Montrose in the Cup You've come back to another hat-trick Against Steny in the Cup One in the victory against Motherwell Two in Which well, was a defeat to be fair In the game against Ross County But seriously And I'm going off the top of my head I've not spent a great deal of time Thinking about it But Has there been a player that's made more A signing that's made more of an impact This season? I would struggle to think of one um, especially because he's doing it in important games. I mean, Kevin is, but obviously, you know, guys like that maybe in the yeah. discussion. But, but would you go back to the cliche single-handedly probably keeping St. Mirren up? Well, without St. Mirren, no, definitely not. Without, without, without no, Kilmarnock, Kilmarnock, plays for Kilmarnock, Kilmarnock does. Yeah, does. Did I say St. Mirren? <laughs> oh, sorry, my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> the golf course has killed me today. Uh, Kilmarnock, sorry. He got a sunstroke. Yeah, um, he's been a terrific piece of business. You've got to say that he's been terrific. Yeah, I mean. Th- you know what I like about it? I mean, was Chris Burke and Kyle Lafferty? No, they weren't at Rangers at the one time, were they? No, I don't think they crossed paths, but just quality players enjoy playing with other quality players. And I think you can see the relationship right away between those two. I think he's brought the best out in Burke, who was already probably Kelly's best player, but he's brought even more out. The, the goal last night, the first goal, where the, the cross comes in, the goalkeeper should do better, mm. but at least Burke knows if he puts it in that area. You know, time and again, he's got a front man who will put his head uh, on the line, uh, and it'll be enough to keep Kelly up. But I, I was fearing for him a few weeks ago when they weren't scoring goals, but it'll, it'll certainly be enough to get him out of this trouble. I like that. We'll maybe pick up on it this weekend. We'll all, we always do look back who was the signing of the season. I just didn't think it would be a guy that didn't sign until mid February, I must admit. But he's what an impact, Kyle Lafferty. Has made If you've got any thoughts On the bottom of the table Now's a good time To share them 01419511025 I'm going to try And inspire you Right We've got some poetry From your pal Curious Creatures To try and inspire you On the teaser mm-hmm. He says The year was 1990 And the World Cup Came along The Dazzler Didn't watch it So his answers Will be wrong Daz was far too busy Charming bouncers At the door To skip the queue At Vicky's Trying to find Wife number four <laughs> It's magnificent true. True. But when remember, you yeah. go in There must have been oh, no, I'm not even going to go there Forget no, no, it no, I was no. going to say Late at night You could have watched the highlights But just scrap <laughs> that <laughs> Scrap that all together <laughs> Enough 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 I Stop. certainly watched the highlights <laughs> um, Please Come on Please don't right, I've got me. one for a teaser Right we're looking for Eight members of Scotland's 1990 World Cup squad Who played in England At the time Gordon Jury Gary McAllister Jim Layton Surely this is going to be right Stuart McCall Yes <sighs> Well done Daz Mark any more? I don't know Was Strachan? No, nope. Nah Nah retired uh, What to do is get back onto the guy that texts you never, Stuart I've, McCall no, And find out if <laughs> he knows any more Well Mark's There's my phone there well, You always say that No one's looking at your phone Any more? Four to get? Not for now Okay we'll get them next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're about to speak to Davy in Parkhead I wish that break had ended about 
20 seconds earlier because we were trying to, I, I was trying to help the guys out with the teaser eight members of Scotland's 1990 World Cup squad played in England at the time all night Gordon has just been about 10 years out on everyone that he said and he thought he had one he was delighted with himself who was it? Neil Sullivan <laughs> Oh, he said there must be another goalie yeah. in there And before he got Aye I've got it Neil Sullivan Neil no. Sullivan When did he play? A, lo- a, a long time after 1990 For the Scotland national yeah. team There is a goalie there Oh Told you Alright Who was the goalies in the 90s? Neil Sullivan So Jim Layton Neil Sullivan uh... Oh I don't know No Scottish goalie Two of these Two of the guys remaining Have very close family ties who've gone on to be players as well. Mm. I thought that would do it for you, you know. Right, who's the goalie that's got a goalie son? I don't want to have to say it so explicitly, but you leave me no choice. He's got a goalie son. You two are unbelievable. You're unbelievable. <laughs> a goalie and a goalie son. His son has not played for Scotland, but he's eligible and we're we keep asking him at times if he wants to play for Scotland, but he doesn't seem interested. Oh, gun. Gun. Brian Brian gun. Gun. Honestly. I wouldn't have got that. Uh, no, no, what about no. the other one with a close family connection that is in the current Scotland squad? Oh. Don't say Andy Considine's dad because it's not him. I, I didn't even know he played. Yes, you did. Radio silence. It's not good. <laughs> Listen, you should be doing way better This 1990 I mean, oh, I was era. six at this stage Enjoy myself then Come on Come on, Daz Right, okay, we'll leave it there You've got three to get Just go through Oh, I'll tell you what I've got one Centre back Please tell me she's right Hurry up Gary Gillespie Brilliant Liverpool. Well done Brilliant <laughs> What a show that is He's back I mean, it's much harder well done. It's much harder than the other two oh, He's doing the Peter Crouch <laughs> robot <laughs> It's much harder than the other two So I don't know how you got that one And you can't get these I mean, if you did, did we say Frank McAvaney? He's not on it Just, I'll tell you what Run through the current Scotland squad Think of all their surnames And see if anything jumps out As being a surname that would match that era Because there's a relation in there Right uh, Davey's a Celtic fan What have you got for us tonight Davey? Hi Gordon Hi panel How are right. you doing? Um, before I go to my main point There's a strong rumour getting about About uh, the managerial uh, vacancy at Celtic Park um, what I'm hearing is Jose Barino is manager Matt Wilson He's assistant oh, And Gordon DL Is director of football Gordon um, DL is kit so man I think is a, a bit uh, Then I would maybe uh, believe it Well funnily enough uh, Although I, I was waiting for A kind of Mark Wilson Tea lady joke Because you Gary Caldwell last night Said you make a great cup of tea I did hear him I mean, that, that was about, correct That's about yeah, all I could boy. That was all he could really remember from your time together. I to think he fair, said you make a brilliant to, cup to of fair, tea. Yeah. Fair to the boy who made my coffee tonight. Yeah, and he makes well, a hold on. What, what's, what's the secret? Uh, just hot water in a tea bag, Gordon. All right, <laughs> you know me. Thanks for that. Thanks. It's <laughs> no, not much to it. Hey, but listen, if Jose Mourinho, me and Daz. You're not one of these creeps that goes like tea bag and milk in first or anything like that. No, he does that, no, no, no. But he's, he does that. He's, no, 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 no. So you go, you go milk and tea bag, don't you, before you add the hot water? Yeah That's ridiculous Yeah yeah. I'm not I, I sometimes just go milk And then Obviously stick the water in And then throw a tea But it, it, <laughs> it differs Anyway sorry um, Apart from the rumour Davey what else is on your mind? Uh, I, I mean just going back to John that, that the phoned up earlier on About the statistics Obviously statistics can You know Fit any <gasps> You know Narrative But I think he's missing the bigger picture You know as a Celtic supporter Everybody knows You know 
Tappy Bolton, we've got it wrong spectacularly this season. Um, recruitment, guys who are playing that don't want to be there, tactics, I mean, the whole shooting match. So, you know, um, it, it, it's not just one thing, you know, it's just it's, it's an amalgam of things, and I've been saying it for long enough. Mm-hmm. Um, what a shambles, and, uh, and hopefully. You know, we can just kind of dust ourselves down and look forward to next season. But obviously, the Man Zero thing is still up in the air. And I think, you know, the the, 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 the silence is deafening for Celtic Park. And uh, I just hope we can kind of sort, sort, sort it out pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, Davey's obviously right, Mark. You don't go from what Celtic have achieved in previous seasons to where they're at now by... Only having a leaky defence Or by only passing up chances Or by only having the The odd piece of Ropey recruitment It's, it's, it's like everything everything, <laughs> yeah. everything that could have gone wrong Almost um, Everything at once um, Throughout this season And we're seeing the fallout of that now Now Peter Lawwell um, You know is obviously gone That was That was Put to the The public Neil Lennon obviously losing his job Nicky Hammond and the list goes on Scott Brown then making the decision so you can see everything tumbling down at once the worry is that the pieces don't seem to be getting picked up now they may well be behind the scenes but it is concerning how the Celtic fans have heard nothing and I don't expect Dermot Desmond to come out and name every single role that's been filled and this is what's happening but you, you usually hear something is going on you know um, or we know Dominic Mackay started on Monday. Not heard anything from him, and I know he's shadowing Peter Lowell, but maybe something put out there would uh, appease the Celtic fans. But again, nothing, silence, and that's I think really getting under the skin now of the fans who are expected to to buy season tickets or virtual passes for next year. They want to know what they're buying into. The, just now they've got no idea David does the, the time that's passed Does that tell you That it will be After the season's concluded That Celtic will name Their new manager Or are you still Expecting something Before then I, I mean Gordon I, I don't think we can wait To the summer I mean You know The rebuilding job starts now There's players in there That don't want to be there I mean if I was Dominic Mackay My first First uh, uh, Job would be To get in there And just say Who wants to be here And who doesn't And just get rid of them and then start from there. I mean, we cannot wait to the summer. I mean, the summer comes when we'll get Euros in between the, the qualifiers for the Europa uh, Championship. And we cannot wait. The rebuilding job needs to start imminently. We cannot wait. Yeah, I agree. I've said it from, you know, day Neil Lennon walked out that they've got to have a plan. They've got to get it in place quickly. Um, Mark's right about the information you, As a football club You just don't come out there And tell everything that's going on Behind the scenes But at least you keep your Keep your supporters You keep your audience um, You know a bit of information To let them know That you're going Try to go in the right direction It's silence It's nothing And uh, Celtic supporters Ain't happy with it Gordon So No I think that They should have a manager I think it should be in the building And I think work should be started Benny Easier said than done though Yeah yeah, especially if they think that the right manager wants to wait to the summer and then make up his mind. Me personally, I wouldn't be sitting back waiting for that. What did you make of last night, Davy? And I, I would never use the word. Well, because I've used it earlier. But when you when you talk about meaningless, I think that's maybe a bit over the top because it can never be meaningless at, at clubs of this size. But given the lack of of incentive for for the rest of the season, what do you expect the next few games to look like after last night? 
Well, I think he's uh, touched on it earlier on. You know, um, we've got to be playing the French players. You know, uh, Sorrow. You know, Brown's leaving. You know, Callum McGregor's obviously going to step into the breach there. Um, but the boy Sorrow, you know, looked promising. And, and as you said, they just disappeared off the scene after one bad game. You know, Griffiths, you know, I think he's kind of burned his bridges a wee bit with Celtic, but he's still got something to give it if he can just get his mindset right and his fitness right. Um, but the rest of them, I mean, every position in there is up for grabs. You know, the boy Stephen Welsh, you know, um, he's just signed a new four-year contract. You know, is he the answer at centre-back? I don't know, but he needs to be paired with somebody with experience. It's unfortunate Julian's been, been injured. Um, the right-back and left-back positions are, are obviously, you know, something that have failed. And the midfield is probably going to take care of itself. But our forward line has got to be addressed. There's need to be an goalkeeper, I've got to say. I get the feeling it's going to be very busy over the summer on the phone lines. Well, we've got the, the Euros, of course, but on the club front, a lot going on at Celtic and elsewhere. So we'll watch that with interest. Thank you very much, Davy. In Parkhead I can't believe we're nearly done And you two haven't mentioned That we've hooked you up With dinner For tonight as well You two don't even need to cook When you go up the road Because the good folks At Eusebi's Deli Have sent you in Some meatballs For a good cause though Because they've joined Testicular cancer charity Cajonas And urging Glasgow men To check their meatballs It's Testicular Cancer Awareness Month All throughout April And uh, one pound from every portion of meatballs sold by the cafe goes towards that charity. They've sent some in for you two for a good cause, honestly. Oh, they're nothing better than good meatball. I mean, a free dinner and a good cause, (laughs) that is win-win for you. you you I'm over the moon with that because I had nothing in for dinner. Straight in the microwave. Yeah, brilliant. Well done. After hearing how you make your tea, though, I I don't know what order you're going to cook this dinner and I'm a bit worried, but um, (laughs) honestly, people are slaughtering you for that on Twitter. What for, tea? You got milk, then water, then tea bag. That Sometimes, is... yeah, but I'm with that. But hold on a minute. But when do you actually fit in the time for tea? He was telling us the other day how many cups of coffee he drinks. Yeah, 12, yeah, 12 to 15 a day. So when's that cup of tea fitting? Cup of tea is always the first thing in the morning, Mark. Always the tea first. And then onto the coffee and a cup of tea at night to finish off. Is that honestly true? You get 12 to 15 oh, coffees a day? Oh, usually. Decaf, not, not decaf either? No. No, and we wonder why so hyper. Honestly, <laughs> that is ridiculous. If there are uh, any doctors out there who want to um, give him medical advice, there's a call that didn't get through tonight. What a shame because it would be the last call we ever took. Genuinely, I'm not making this up. He doesn't know this. He can't see it. I can see it in the screen. It's a message from Kate, and it says a message for Gordon. If he has to travel to Dingwall again, I'll keep him company. I'm turning oh. your mic off just so that we don't say anything you'll regret. Um, <laughs> but that was after you saying that you you were being selfish. You wouldn't have minded. So much if um, You want to keep Hamilton up Because you, you don't like The journey Get up there to work That's unacceptable uh, The poor I'm, people of the Highlands Let, let me see I'm rooting I've for I've seen rooti- picture of you I'm rooting for Roshka <laughs> It's all personality now Mark I, I must Have be, a look at yourself but- You let yourself go Since you were a player <laughs> But I've got the personality To carry it off She I'm- also asked what age you were yeah, so just don't well. Anyway, right, start. back to this teaser Maturity. Can you name eight Jeez <laughs> <laughs> Eight members of Scotland's 1990 World Cup squad Who played in England at the time You've got Brian Gunn, Gordon Jury, Gary Gillespie Gary McAllister, Stuart McCall and Jim Layton Two to get I got the one you give us all the clues, Gordon Robert Fleck Robert Great Fleck show. Well done Even you couldn't have messed that one up mm-hmm. um, Last one I think, oh we only one I think we'll need a clue Goalkeeper? No. Okay. Mm. What do you want to know? Did I say? Uh, did I already say John Spencer? No. Don't bother. Okay. Don't waste my time. 
Position, please. I'll tell you his clubs, right? I mean, right, I'll get well, this. what a career this guy had. I can't believe you've you've missed this ah, one. No, um, ones. Lovely guy as well, if that makes any difference. Uh Celtic was his his team here. I mean, lots of appearances for Celtic. Loads, loads oh, and loads, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of appearances for Celtic. And was playing in England at the time, as per the question, for Newcastle. Also played for St Mirren and Aberdeen. I cannot believe you two haven't got this. Uh, no what else do you want me to tell you about the guy? His name. Coaching as well. <laughs> <laughs> He's coached several clubs. Aston Villa. I think Leeds as well. I know. People are actually shouting at the radio it, right now. He's coached. Unbelievable. I think he was he was caretaker manager for a little bit of Aston Villa, I'm sure. Just had to, to step in at some point. This is terrible. This is really poor from you I two. know. Because you've done well to get the rest of them. That's painful. R A. Robert. <laughs> Ronnie. Richard. Try Roy. Roy. Roy Aiken. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god, Daz. You're hopeless at this game. Oh, I had that. Terrible. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. <laughs> right, we're back tomorrow at six o'clock. Make sure you join us then as we build up to yet another big weekend of Scottish football action. Looking forward to seeing you then. It should be a nice weekend. And Callum Gallagher is up next. <laughs>